This is Monday Morning Meditations number nine on the Rising Man podcast with Jetty Azuma. Aho matakuyasin. Happy Monday morning to you risers out there. I am your host and creator of this show, Jetty Azuma. And another wonderful Monday morning, starting off the week fresh, starting off the week with some fire today. I'm really excited about the topic for today's discussion. Before I jump into that topic, let me take this opportunity again to mention to you men, if you haven't heard of Compass, the program offering that I started to launch the past two weeks, it is a rite of passage. I decided that we really get to call this what it is. It's a rite of passage. It's an initiation into manhood, into your destiny. With four months of preparation, there's complete with wilderness immersion training, leadership development, and strategic planning for your mission. This is the compilation of all the best leadership training, ritual training, ceremony, physical endurance training that I have experienced in my development, all put into one package. It's designed to help you identify your purpose, sharpen your tools, and unleash and access your power once and for all. So when I designed this program, I had in mind the men out there who were just like me, the men who knew their life was about more than what they were getting out of it on a day-to-day basis. And the tools that helped me to discover my way, discover my purpose were, and still are, sitting in circles with other men, fasting for four days and four nights with no food, and praying for a vision, calling in a vision in my life, getting clarity and razor sharp focus on who I am, what my life is for, and what I'm committed to. And exposing myself to the natural elements, spending extended periods of time in the water, in the woods, underneath the sun, and out underneath the stars at night, most of the time by myself. And so I decided to put together a program offering for men out there to initiate us, to initiate the men who haven't been initiated into manhood, to call them forward across the threshold into their purpose. That's what this program is designed for, you guys. If you want to hear more about what it is, what it's about, you can check out the Facebook Lives that I've been posting both inside the Rising Man Facebook group and on my personal Facebook page, Jedi Azuma. Applications are open right now until August 31st, so make sure you act to grab one of the three spots because there's only three spots available. This is a very intimate program rite of passage literally it's a very it's a, it's a very special offering there's nothing else like this out there in this way so make sure you guys check it out if you have questions you can always hit me up the rising man podcast at gmail.com so with that said we couldn't have a more fitting topic for today's monday morning meditation today's topic is rites of passage So let me start off by expressing what a rite of passage is to me. In its purest form, a rite of passage is an initiation. It's an acknowledgement of passage from one stage of life into another, not just from boyhood into manhood or girlhood into womanhood, but in many cultures, there are rites of passage at different stages of life to signify different things. For example, A rite of passage for women occurs when they have their first period or moon. That's very commonly, culturally, traditionally 
determined to be a natural rite of passage for a girl to become a woman. Women also have another rite of passage when they stop having periods and they go into what Western world calls menopause. That's another rite of passage. The, in, in indigenous cultures, they call this the second change in a woman's life when she goes from being able to bear children to not being able to bear children or into elderhood. And there's so many other different examples of rites of passage that occur. Becoming a father or a mother or, or a parent or an uncle for the first time, any of these things can be a rite of passage. In many cases, there is a symbolic death and rebirth. So the death part of a rite of passage is that which you are leaving behind, the old part of your existence that no longer serves you, that no longer matches up with who you are becoming, who you're calling yourself forward to be. And the rebirth, the rise from the ashes, the metaphorical phoenix rising from the fire and being reborn is who we become on the other side of the threshold. So in the way that I have learned rites of passage, there are three distinct stages that must be present in, for any rite of passage to exist. The first is severance. And the stage of severance is all about severing ourselves from that which no longer serves us. This is really where the death is occurring, where we're releasing, letting go of, separating ourselves from that which we are clear no longer serves us. So me, for example, when I went on my vision quest back when I was 27 years old, it happened one month before I was about to be married. And also looming on the horizon for me was not only becoming a husband, but soon becoming a father. We weren't pregnant at the time, but we knew that we were going to be trying to get pregnant very soon. So there was a lot for me in the stage of severance around letting go of my knighthood, letting go of the fun and the adventure and the carelessness and the recklessness that I had as a young man where I was testing my mettle against the world, taking risks, going out on a limb, disappearing for days at a time and coming back with stories to tell. I was severing myself from those stories because they didn't serve the man that I was becoming. They didn't line up, they didn't match up with the man I was declaring I was ready to be. A husband, a father, is not a man who comes and goes as he pleases. He's a man who's grounded in his commitment. He doesn't have as many choices as a young man does. He has more commitments than choices. And so I was severing myself from all of the ties to my boyhood that no longer served me. Now, I wasn't letting go of my boy entirely. We've talked about boy and man in many different respects on this show and how the boy in a healthy, integrated man never actually leaves. In fact, the boy in a healthy, integrated man is celebrated. But there's parts of that boy that weren't serving who I was becoming. So that's one example of severance, letting go of those parts of ourselves that no longer serve us. Now, when you are embarking on a rites of passage and there is a ritual involved where maybe you're fasting for days at a time or spending some time alone, there's a point at which you cross a threshold into what we call sacred space. So crossing a threshold can be both a literal threshold as well as a metaphorical threshold. So in, in the way that I've learned to do vision quest, there is a threshold marked where each individual steps into the, past this threshold and into what we hold to be sacred space. And for those of you who don't really speak that lingo, sacred space really means the space in which everything that you see, witness, feel, experience, observe is there to serve the vision that you are there to have, the insight that you need 
for the next stage of your life. So crossing that threshold into the sacred space is crossing into the mystical realm, the magical realm where everything will inform you about your experience, about your life, about what you are calling in for yourself. And it can appear in a multitude of different ways. We never know what's waiting for us on the other side of that threshold. And that is where a lot of the magic happens. This is where visions are seen. This is where insight and clarity around purpose and what we want to create and build in our lives occurs. And then after the amount of time we spend in that mystical sacred space, we return across the threshold to complete that second stage and step into the third stage, which is incorporation. Incorporation is oftentimes held to be the most challenging phase of a rite of passage because this is where we're integrating our medicine. We're taking all of the gifts that we received in that sacred space and bringing them back, returning to our people triumphantly with a message to declare, a vision to share, and medicine to give to the world, to our people. And so incorporation is really everything that comes after this rite of passage. So those are the three stages as I've come to interpret rites of passage in the ways that I've been taught. They, a rite of passage always constitutes some sort of ordeal or challenge or personal sacrifice that is made to signify what one is willing to give in order to claim a new life, new possibilities, new growth. There's some sort of exchange, whether it's not eating food or not drinking water or giving an offering of flesh, of earth, of sacred plants, whatever it might be. There's some exchange that happens energetically so that something can be received. And this is like a universal principle of earth and the universe is that we must give something in order to receive. It keeps all things in balance. So again, these are the ways that I've been taught. This is what I've learned and this is what I decided I wanted to share with the rising men out there. And so if you're listening to this and it's already resonating with you and you're beaming and you're like, I want to sign up for a rite of passage right now. Awesome. For those of you guys who are hearing this and you're like, what the heck is a rite of passage? Let me talk to you guys about why having rites of passage for our people, for our culture, for our community really matters. Wayfinding, as I like to call it, this is a terminology that I've borrowed from indigenous Hawaiian culture. Wayfinding is gaining clarity in one's purpose, the ability to learn how to navigate your own way through the world and through the different challenges and circumstances we have in our lives. So creating a sense of belonging is another natural outcome of rites of passage. So not only do we learn how to find and navigate our way through life by gaining clarity and insight as to who we are and why we're here, it also creates a sense of belonging and purpose because we come back, we return with something to give. I believe that one of the biggest problems is that there's so many men out there who don't know what it is they have to offer. We're not clear on what our gift is. I remember from age 22 all the way to age 25, 26, I had no idea what my life was about, what my life was for. The first few years of that era of my life was very dark because I didn't know where to channel my energy. I knew I wanted to be of service. I knew I wanted to help people and to lend my gifts and my essence back into my community. I just didn't know how. And so having a rite of passage, going on a vision quest for me, created that sense of belonging because I was clear on who I was and what I was meant to do. It also builds tradition into the fabric of our culture and our community. And so it, when we have something common that we all share, it brings us closer together as a people. The cost of not having rites of passage is 
we see so many people who have gone astray, who have become wayward in their travels and feel as though they have no purpose, that they don't matter and that they don't belong. Think about it. Have you ever felt like you're not quite sure why you're here and what you're doing doesn't line up with what you're feeling on a deep level, yet you can't figure out how to make what you're feeling match the results that you're creating in your life? Think about that for a second. Maybe that's you right now. Maybe you're sitting in your office listening to this while you're taking a break from your work and recognizing that the words don't match with the results. The insight that you're feeling internally doesn't match what's showing up out in the world. And I believe that this also contributes to many identity disorders we have, such as who am I? What's my life about? Where do I belong? When we don't have a clear sense of what our life is for, what our vision is, what our mission is, what our purpose is here on this planet, we are bound to indulge in chaos. We're bound to test the world, test ourselves, test people around us because we're desperate. We're desperate for some insight, for some information and clarity about why we're here. Now, I know there's a lot of folks out there, including some of my great friends, who have self-initiated into manhood or self-initiated into their purpose or their next stage of life. So when I say self-initiation, I'm really talking about creating one's own rite of passage. And while I think that there's some merit to that, and there's a lot of independence and autonomy that's created from it, the most critical factor that's missing in that for me is the element of community. The opportunity to go off and to complete a rite of passage, to complete a vision quest and return back and be received by your people the people who love you, the people who see you, the people who will recognize and reflect what it is that is that's on your heart back to you for the times you will forget because life is challenging. Let's face it. There's moments in my life where I forget what I'm up to. And a lot of times I can pull myself out of it. And for the times where I can't, all somebody I know has to do is to remind me of my purpose. All they have to do is call me forward to stand powerfully in my medicine to do, it, to do my warrior dance, to get my energy raised again. And immediately I touch back into the mountain that I fasted on, to the physical space that I occupied for four days by myself while I didn't eat any food and while I prayed for a vision. This is the power of community. And this is what's missing for those people out there who self-initiate, who create a rite of passage for themselves. And again, self-initiation is just the symptom of a society that doesn't create rites of passage for their people that doesn't make initiating our young men, our young women, a priority. So I call each and every one of us forward to be members of this global community who initiate our young people, who initiate ourselves, who support each other in going out and fasting and receiving insight as to who we really are, communicating deeply with ourselves and to the universe and bringing that back so that people can hold us accountable to who we say we be. That's what I'm talking about. That's the future. That's what's possible when we create these traditions and share them with one another. Instead of trying to always do things all by ourselves, instead of trying to navigate the world in our perpendicular lines, in our rectangle boxes, in our street signs and tra traffic lights, these rigid ways we've created, when we can break past some of the rigidity, some of the structure, and slow down to the speed of wisdom, then there's infinite possibilities for what we can create. The solution to all of our problems is coming together around culture and tradition that we resonate with, 
that allows us to be who we are. But first we must find out who we are. And the best way to do this is rites of passage, in my opinion, my humble opinion. <laughs> and so wherever you're at in your process, whether you have already taken part in a rite of passage or you're hearing this for the first time or somewhere in between on that spectrum, I invite you to take action and reflect upon what it is in your life that no longer serves you. Here's a hint. Some of these things may have served you at one point in your life, but you no longer need them for the journey that you're on right now or for where you're going. And create a list of everything, every single thing that no longer serves you or your purpose and or who you are becoming. Identify what those things are. And when you create your list, send it over to me, the rising man podcast at gmail.com or create a post inside the rising man, Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the rising man. Make sure you tag me so that I see it. And then the next action step is make sure you guys apply for compass. <laughs> this is why I have created this program to create an opportunity, an easy portal a way for you guys to tap right into everything that I spoke about in this episode. If you feel that you have been missing out on this experience that I described here in this episode, I strongly encourage you guys to apply for Compass right now. This can be the game changer for you. This could be the four months, the four days where everything changed forever in your life. Trust me, it's what happened to me. It's what I experienced and everything that I have created in my life since going on a vision quest was born from the vision, the insights, and the messages I received by spending that time, making that commitment, and really going for it. So if any of this speaks to you, I really encourage you guys to apply for Compass. Applications are open right now with three spots remaining. Make sure you apply today because it's going to be an amazing experience for anyone who signs up, I guarantee it. Leave comments and feedback. Let me know how is this message landing for you? What is it about rites of passage that excites you? What about rites of passage scares the living crap out of you? What are you experiencing? What comes up for you? What's present in this discussion of initiation, rites of passage? Hit me up with your biggest takeaway from this discussion. Send it over to the rising man podcast at gmail.com or leave a comment inside the rising man Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the rising man. Much love to Sean Offenbach over at Infinite Melodics, my man over there at Infinite, M-E-L-O-D-I-X. Killing these episodes every single week, day in, day out. Sean, I appreciate you, brother, so, so, so much. And for the rest of us, until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. Destiny.